0: Return of the Midweeks It's the Midweeks and it's Wisdom Wednesday, the day we look at Proverbs to try to grow in our own wisdom. Uh, we are going to look at a series of lessons about correction and instruction. Last week, we looked at the feast fight. We looked at woman wisdom and woman folly, each calling people to come to their feasts and give their hearts and their minds to uh, this way of living for something in return. The woman wisdom gives you a wonderful feast. Woman folly gives you emptiness and death. Now, in between those two calling uh, feasts, those women calling you to their feasts, are a series of lessons about corrections. It's Proverbs 7 through 12 and when you see something like this where you see one woman calling you see another woman calling and if they're not just side by side but they're broken apart you're supposed to see this as a bit of a sandwich the stuff in the middle matters and it influences both sides going into this and coming out of this and so we're going to read this and i'll make some comment about the instructions as well as the connections to the other women whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse And he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. For by me your days will be multiplied and your years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff... You alone will bear it. Okay, so there's a few things going on here that you can tell that this is a unit. So a unit is a bunch of proverbs working together. And I'm going to share this. Okay, so in the first line, in verse 7, you see the word scoffer. In the last line, in the second part of verse 12, you see the word scoff. So there's some word connections through this. Um, scoffing and wisdom wise man scoffer these things all connect and so you can kind of tell there's a theme of wisdom versus scoffing Scoffing's the act of you know having a hard heart against the teaching of wisdom and, and responding to the teaching of wisdom with like whatever whatever is a scoffer's response and so there's that you've got this sandwich of scoffing at the beginning and scoffing at the end so those connect these things you also have um, some weaving going on in the first three proverb pairs so remember a proverb is usually two lines that speak to each other and in the first one you have correcting this you have two lines about how it goes bad when you correct a scoffer or a wicked man correct a scoffer you get abuse reprove a wicked man incur injury okay that's good Then in verse 8, you have another negative. So those are both two negative things, something bad happening. Verse 8 begins with a negative. Do not reprove a scoffer, he will hate you. And then it transitions to a positive. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. That's a good thing. And then verse 9 is two good things. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser still. That's good. Teach a righteous man and he will increase in learning. That's also good. So what you have here in these three verses, you have negative, negative. Negative, switch, positive, positive, positive. Okay, so and when you look at that, that shows a bit of a a unit, a clumping. It's a clumping within this unit. Two lines negative, one line negative, one line positive, two lines positive. So it balances. Do you see how it goes from a balance there? It's got two negative and then a switch and then two positive. There's a balance. So you're supposed to read these together and let them inform each other. And then in the second half, you have this switch. So verse 10 really is the center of this whole sandwich here. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's like the big idea of this sandwich in between all these verses, which are in between the call of these two women. And the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And so you can see those working together. The fear of the Lord compares to the knowledge of the Holy One, the beginning of wisdom, and is insight. And the beginning of wisdom doesn't just mean this is where you start. Like in Monopoly, you start a go, but then you go on from there and buy stuff. The beginning of wisdom means this is the flavor of wisdom. It starts here and it progresses on. It's the the entirety progression of of wisdom is to fear the Lord. And the fear of the Lord includes a few things. It is a acknowledgement of the truth of God. It is a willingness to obey God, and it's also like that trembling of knowing you're dealing with something serious here. So it's the revelation of who God is, it's the heart of submission, wanting to yield and respond to him, and it's also just the weightiness of knowing you're dealing with something really serious and you can't despise God and kind of get away with it. And then verse 11, here's some uh, some promise. By me, meaning wisdom, Your days will be multiplied and your years will be added to your life. So this is like the benefit of the wisdom of God and of insight of the Holy One. And then verse 12 is really great. It's this great discipleship tool because it's trying to create the right kind of selfishness. If you're wise, you'll be wise for yourself. You'll benefit from it. If you're wise, you're going to help yourself. If you're wise, no one can steal your wisdom from you. No one can rob you of your wisdom. If you're wise, you're wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you alone will bear it. So it's, again, this idea like if you choose to be a scoffer, it, you're, it's going to cost you. You can't offload the effects of scoffing onto somebody else. You can't offload the the damage of foolishness onto somebody else. In the world you live on, in, being wise benefits you. Scoffing hurts you. End of story. Which one do you want to be? And so... You can kind of see these things working together. The first three uh, verses are all about instruction, reproving, correcting. And not only does it teach you like, hey, you can tell somebody who's a scoffer by how they treat you when you go to give them a, a godly admonition or correction. If they respond terribly, then they're a scoffer. But it also works on you. If you respond terribly, then you're a scoffer and you're not wise. So think about it for yourself. And if you go and instruct a wise man, if you go and instruct somebody and like so grateful for the, the new knowledge, for the insight into the Lord, into the change of how they live, um, then you've met a wise man, just depending on how they respond to instruction. And hey, if you respond well to instruction, you're a wise man. Isn't that a great thing? And the key will be your relationship with God. If you're in good relationship with God, you will have the fear of the Lord and you'll respond like a wise person and not like a scoffer. And therefore, you will help yourself and not harm yourself. Now, I said that this was in between the two women. And what it does is it takes those metaphors of women, woman wisdom and woman folly and it says you could because you could hear those things say well how exactly do i respond by going to woman wisdom's feast metaphorically speaking and this sandwich says it's about how you respond to the corrections in the word of god you go to her feast by having a humble heart that wants to rejoice in godly instruction and loves it when you get reproved by a wise person Someone said, well, how do I avoid going to a woman's folly's feast? By not responding to correction with scoffing. By not responding to corrections with um, hating people who come to correct you with a good heart in the name of the Lord. And so that's how you choose which feast you're going to go to. It's how you respond to the teachings in God's word and to the people who come to give you the teachings of God's word. That's how it all connects, or at least that's how I see it can connect. So how about you? Do you find that you've got a humble heart when somebody comes to correct you? Or when you come to sit down and read God's word, do you rejoice in being trained? Do you rejoice in having your follies pointed out so that you can repent of it? Or do you like to get in a fight? Do you like to squabble? Do you like to um, scoff at the word of God? And scoff at the application of it in your own heart. And then also you can just say, so how's it going for you? Are you benefiting from the fruit of wisdom in your life? Or do you feel like you might be bearing the fruit of your own scoffing? It's up to you. God bless you, saints. God is available for prayer. And he wants us to grow in his wisdom through trusting in his word. Be blessed.